Can I just say, life is crazy. I mean, the things that go on in this world, you know, especially in my house. For those of you that know me or us, you know that we have a hobby farm and we have animals, which include two dogs, which, you know, is going to be the plan at some point in time. It really wasn't my plan at this point in time to breed said dogs, but it happened because these things happen. And we have puppies. Oh, they're so cute. They're adorable. We have 12. Our one-year-old Border Collie had 12 beautiful puppies. If you haven't had puppies before, which this was very new for me, I mean, why not try something new? I feel like that is our experience here out on the farm. You walk out to the shed one day, you open it up, and there, there's a baby goose. And you're like, huh, okay, I need to get you some food, I guess, and chicks. And you're just like, hmm, you did that all on your own. I didn't have to do anything to help life happen. It will never get old. It is always amazing and awe-inspiring. It is even more crazy watching a dog that sleeps at the foot of your bed, (laughs) that you love, who is your friend, who is so cute, deliver 12 babies in a matter of an hour and a half, and somehow knows exactly what to do. Now, me being the good mom that I am made sure that I read up on all the things that could go wrong and what do I have to do? How do I have to help? What kind of whelping box can I actually afford? Which whelping box in this house is a fancy term for a giant kiddie pool with pool noodles (laughs) zip tied around the inside so that mom can't squash a baby behind her. The noodle is protection. It's the rail. How do I get a whelping box? What does mom need to be eating? How do we prepare? Talking to the vet, asking all the questions, like ready to be part of this thing for the vet to then turn and say to me, you do know that like 98% of the time you don't have to do a thing, right? Like they know what they're doing. Sit back, watch, and enjoy the show. (laughs) Can I tell you that I sat back, watched, and enjoyed the show? Now, a couple of bits were a little like, oh, that was gross. But for the most part, amazing. You guys, the things that I have learned in watching puppies being born and now being raised by their mother without my interference, for the most part, they're just over a week old. It is, it is crazy. How do these dogs know how to do this? So picture with me, every puppy in its own sack with its own placenta and umbilical cord, obviously, and they come out in the sack and mom has to rip open the sack and clicks up and drinks all the fluid and bites off the umbilical cord and eats it and the placenta. And she had 12 puppies. So she did that 12 times. How'd she know how to do that and to lick them crazy enough on their bellies to get them breathing? And now as they're still a week old, not only does she nurse, but she'll go into the whelping box to continue to lick their bellies because for the first three weeks, they do not expel any waste on their own. They do not pee and poop on their own. Their body doesn't do that yet. She does it for them by licking their bellies. What? Are you kidding? How the heck do these animals know what to do? Their instinct that God put into them is 
incredible. And to have the opportunity to sit back and watch and just see this young dog do her thing, just fantastic. I had the opportunity when I took them all to the vet yesterday, two days ago, which let me tell you, 12 puppies, a territorial protective mother, (laughs) taking them to the vet by yourself. It was a disaster. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Not doing that again. But just to say and talk to the vet as she's checking all of them and to, she's like, was birth amazing? Tell me about it. I told her all about it. And I don't know where she is in terms of spiritual things, if she believes in God at all. But I took the opportunity to say, watching the instinct of these animals, the information that they already have in their own self, having never watched it, witnessed it, or done it themselves to know how to do all this. I said, it is so amazing. It's cannot be an accident. God is so good. And she just nodded. She's like, it can't be an accident. Now, to take the opportunity to just put that out there, like, this is ridiculous. Because I don't think humans, if we've never seen it, had never been told, could we figure it all out? If all of a sudden we were just, we were pregnant, and we're alone, and there's nobody there to tell us how to deliver our baby, and what to do with the cord, and the afterbirth, would we know? Would we would we figure it out? Do we have the innate instinct? I don't I don't know that we do. I think we were created as humans to need other people, <laughs> to need relationship with something bigger and greater. These animals, they have this instinct put into them by God so that they can do their thing and give God the glory. My goodness, my husband and I almost walked into a huge spider web the other day. In a path we walk all the time, so this was brand new and fresh, but it was a weird-looking spider that was coming down from a very high tree but had also a strand of silk between two other separate trees. We're like, how the heck did he do that? And we're sitting there watching going, what, what is he going to try to do? Like, this is such a huge expanse of a space. This wasn't here this morning because we just walked through here. How does he know how to do all of this. If a spider web doesn't give God glory, I don't know what does. So I want to take this opportunity as I've just been kind of meditating on the awe, the awesomeness of God and the reverence that he deserves. I just want to encourage all of us to step back, to look at the more simple things of life and see the glory of God that surrounds us every single day. And to take the opportunity to point that out to people in our lives who may not know God, take the opportunity to be like, isn't that incredible? Because guess what? People are going to see how incredible. They already know how incredible these things are. But the glory has to be given back to God. We know that in Romans 1, Paul is telling us that not everybody does and not everybody has given that glory to God. In verses 18, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been created. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal men and birds and animals and creeping things. We see in this culture a shift 
of focus off of God and onto the things of this world and giving them the glory, worshiping the animals, worshiping, loving, giving so much time, attention, and focus to things that are temporal that are not going to live after their time here on earth, rather than giving the glory to the God where it belongs because it's so awesome. And scripture tells us it has been made plain to, for all to see in the creation of this world, in the instinct of animals that have never been taught what to do, in the survival of insects and how they catch their food, how in the world, absolutely awe-inspiring, amazing. And I don't know that we meditate on it enough. I don't meditate on it enough as to how amazing God is in the attributes that he makes so plainly visible to us. And do we give him glory because of it? Remind your family, remind your kids, watch those amazing videos of nature and the things that happen in this world because of God's glory. And let's point focus constantly back to God. Let's get our eyes off of the things of this world and onto the glory of God because there's no one else that deserves it more. There's no place that can handle and contain that kind of glory outside of a perfect creator who has given us so much to love about him. That is what I have for you today. This is what I've been sitting in for the last 11 days since puppies. <laughs> I have I forgot podcast last week because puppies. And I'm preparing for our women's retreat. It's our fourth year. It's coming up in exactly two weeks from today. We'll be meeting for the weekend to take time to really talk, meditate, learn about, and pray about spiritual warfare. I promise you, the spiritual warfare has been very real in staying focused and staying on task and coming to this microphone and actually recording podcasts and my schedule and life. And like I said at the beginning, life is crazy. So if you would be praying over the weekend that's coming up in a couple weekends for the retreat. If you haven't joined us in the past, pray over coming next year. It'll be about the same time, same place, the last weekend of September, roughly, in Williams Bay, Wisconsin. We do have some winter events coming up. There will be an Advent study that we will start at the end of November. Stay tuned for that. And then we will be also hosting the If Gathering, again, as an If Local at Fox River Christian Church in Waukesha. And that will be the first weekend in March. So write these things on your calendar. I will put them out on social media. So keep your eyes open for that. I'm so glad you joined me today for this quick little talk and reminder. Go outside. Find something in nature. Look at it. Sit and be still. Meditate on what it is that you are seeing and the goodness of God and just the amazing creativity and power that come from him that we get to look at every single day and probably take it for granted way more often than not. 